This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at Kersey smurf erica and of course at nerdcast radio thanks for listening everyone enjoy the show welcome to Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hey everyone, this is your host, Special Mikey, and along with me is Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. And it's just the two of us. I don't think we've ever done an episode like this, Brian. I really don't think, and it was um, it was um, unplanned. We were originally going to... This is the, set, the third time we've tried to do the X-Files episode and weren't able to? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, and we can't do it without Erica because she's the X Files super fan on the show, and it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, so I think this this show this episode's cursed. So I think we're gonna have to call in Mulder and Scully on this one. <laughs> yeah, we, we find out the mystery behind the the missing X Files episode. Well, I I mean I have a full outline written for it that I keep on re. I mean it's gonna end up being the best episode ever because I've reanalyzed the outline so many times. <laughs> it's going to be an awesome episode. The um, so I called Erica this morning and she didn't pick up. And I called her husband and um, she's a, she has a horrible migraine. And um, then um, he couldn't make it on because their computer's in the same room with her bedroom, so she couldn't. You know, he couldn't do it. I, I wanted to see if he could sub for her, but he couldn't do it with in the same room because she needs to be alone. So. Yeah, it's just you and me, and that's cool. We've never done that before. I was about to say, you sound disappointed it's just you and me. No, I don't. I love one-on-one episodes. One-on-one episodes are fun. I'm going to mute for a bit, so um, you vamp about what we're going to talk about, and we'll, we'll figure so, it out how I get my blinds closed. So and we can talk about a lot of things. Uh, honestly, what have we been reading, what have we been up to, how... Certain things. I I know Brian might might have an announcement. That's possible. Uh, you know, but the one of the interesting things is that I've been so busy with my life lately, and uh, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls. Uh, but you know, I've been still remaining finding time to make you know time for you know my wife and my daughter and and all my friends, and it, it's been really really fun to be able to do that. Uh, I have a I have my Pathfinder game coming up that I'm running, and I know none of them really listen to this podcast, so I can't wait for them to run into what I have. So this is just going to be something. I mean, we've done s- a lot of things here, actually. So we could do a lot of uh, stuff. I know, Will? I just wanted to see how long you could vamp before you ran out of steam. <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> um no we had to close the blinds because the the sun was creating a a situation that was going to cause both of us to have migraines heather and i so once again she's behind me playing diablo and i'm on the podcast oh that's great me i'm in our spare bedroom slash what is be- i guess it's becoming also like a mini office for me because i actually have a desk in here now so and Katie's uh, actually trying to sleep in because Alana's actually still asleep for once at, at eight o'clock in the morning. So we, we're trying. So we have two desks that are identical to each other. They're IKEA corner desks. Those and, are cool. Um, I have one in my corner, and Heather has one directly behind me. But we're hoping to get a two bedroom soon, so we can. We have the in between part, and we're currently not using it because we just don't have room for it here. Mm. So you want to turn your like you want to get a place with two bedrooms so you can have like a little office area. Yeah, we can make the two bedroom like the computer room and put a little couch in there. That'd be really cool to do. Yeah, make it a fold out, make it a fold out couch in case you have guests. Yeah, that'd be great. 
And then when everybody's like, it's it's seven o'clock in the morning. Why are you on a computer in here? I'm trying to sleep. And you'd be like, hey, it's my house. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we um, so we have no idea what we're going to talk about this morning and we'll At figure it out all. on the air. Um, like I said, we have the X-Files planned. But, you know, before we even talk about what we're going to talk about first, <laughs> but first we got to play everybody's favorite game where you're this is a game where your hosts sit down and talk about the nerdiest things they did in the last week and then vote to see who I just turned into Christopher Walken there. Brian, you got to do it. Well, I'm not. And then you find out who <laughs> did the nerdiest thing. And then after some vigorous cowbell, we decide who wins with the Mike Myler's patented widget system. Well, when we do one-on-one, <laughs> we do not use Mike Myler's widget system. We do mention it a lot so we can plug him. But um, um, so Eric and I came up with this. When we just have two people, instead of doing voting, we just share the nerdiest things we did this week. And just chat about them. You know, honestly, that's a lot more fun than trying to beat each other when it's just the two of you, because then it's just a peeing contest. Well, I have some big news. Um, it's not nerdy, um, but I got a job finally. Yay! Hey. I see everybody. I told you he would have a big announcement. I am going to be the IT guy at a school and community center. You're allowed within. You're, you're allowed in there. Yes. Okay. Like, does it mean like it's a school? Yeah. It's a school and community center. I'm, I'm actually doing IT work with the kids on occasion. So that's actually really cool, man. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll, it, it's um, it's a part time job, but it pays very well and it has full benefits, even though it's part time. So, yay. Go Portland. Go schools. I, yeah. I looked into it. Apparently, it's an education thing. If you oh, work really. Yeah. If you work 75 percent of a full time shift, you get benefits. That's amazing, dude. I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, so in, is how close is it? How far of a bike ride do you got? It's an hour on bike. It's about a half hour by car. That's not bad at all. Yeah, it's 10 miles. I, I can ride 10 miles in an hour. Um, uh, you, you can it, get there. I am going to attempt to ride there this week just to see how long it takes because it's very hilly. Okay. Um, but I've ridden out to that area before. I've just never ridden to this specific neighborhood. All right. You got to try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um. It's on the other side of the bridge. Um, okay. Well, on the other side of all the bridges. It's on the other side of the river. It's on the other side of all the bridges. Well, in Portland, it's the Columbia River um, bisects the city, and there's a million bridges. It's like the city of bridges. Dang. <laughs> the city of bridges. I like that. I like that. It, I, I have to say it's, it's hard getting used to living in a city because I've never done that before. Oh, Heather's like it's the Willamette. It's not the it's not the um the Columbia. Columbia. Okay, yeah. I was like, why? The like, Columbia this... River separates Oregon and Washington. Yeah, I was about to be like, hmm. You guys I are in two different things. cities. I don't know <laughs> things. It's the I don't the know. <laughs> I love that, Brian. I don't know things. <laughs> oh man, actually, I'm really happy for that. And you know what? It, it's an IT, so we're gonna say it's nerdy. Well, I'm going to say the nerdiest thing that happened this week is Heather messaging me on Facebook while I'm on the podcast while she's sitting directly behind me. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I um, I gosh, I um, I, Heather and I sat down and talked some Starfinder this week, trying to come up with ideas to actually play a campaign between the two of us. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, we did a Pathfinder campaign for like two years. Well, didn't yeah? Wasn't that with her and Anna? It was me and Heather at first, and then Anna joined us. Okay, all right, that's really cool. Um, we went to Partner Yoga last Saturday. We did that finally. That was cool. That was I, I would rate that as nerdy because that was like the the craziest thing we've done. We we want to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Well, you should. And then secondly, what's hot yoga? Hot yoga is something I actually want to do. But it's um, yoga in a hot room. You dress down, and the heat is supposed to warm up your muscles so you can get deeper stretches. Okay, because I've been hearing people talk about it a lot in the last, like, two, three months. And I was just like, what the hell is it? You're allowed to hydrate. You're allowed to bring water with you and keep yourself, you know. But it's... From dying. Yeah, it, and, and it's one of those things that they monitor you and make sure you don't overheat. And it's... it, well, it Yeah, I, but I, I can attest that a warm room does help. I've, you know, I, I was doing 
Heather and I were doing some yoga the other day and it was hot in here and um, I was doing great. I miss yoga. I'm, it's kind of cool to live in Portland because it's such a center of so many cool things like that. And there's yoga studios all over the place. Well, I'm not surprised. That's not, that's really cool, man. I'm glad you're able to find that kind of stuff now. It, you know, like I said, I've never lived in a city before and it's like, you can do anything. Um, you know what's going on here today? Um, Nicholas Brendan, the guy who played Xander on Buffy, is doing a meet and greet at a bowling alley. If you pay 105 bucks, you can play, you can bowl and hang out with Xander for three hours. Hello? Hello? My, my call dropped. Oh, oh, you're back. Okay. Did you hear what I said? I heard something about a Nicholas. Nicholas Brendan, the guy who played Xander on Buffy, <gasps> is, he's doing a meet and greet in, um, in Portland today, if you pay 105 bucks, you can bowl with Xander for three hours. You going to go meet him again? No, we, we didn't want to spend that much money. <laughs> I I mean, I guess if we, you know, we were working for a while and we had some fun mon- money saved up, we might consider doing stuff like that. But gosh, that's that's a lot of money to just blow on hanging out with a celebrity no. for a few hours. I completely agree with you. I, I know that people listening to this are going to say that's cheap because meet and greets are tend to be really expensive and this one's a good opportunity. But I, just, I mean, we don't have a hundred and five bucks just laying around. to do Yeah, that. no, I, I get it. Of course, at the same time, I'm also the guy that's like, that's like, man, that's a lot of money to go meet somebody. But at the same time, I'm also like, man, when I go to my first con where Matt Mercer is, I'm making sure I get the photo and the autograph. And you're going to spend a hundred bucks. Um, I, yeah, uh, most of his cons, you can usually get away with a photo and autograph for 75 but there's a couple of them where he asked where he charges a cool 100 for both. It depends on which company is running the con. If you go to a con run by Creative Entertainment, you're going to spend a you're going to spend up the nose. Do, I I do not recommend those cons. Um and I know um I have listeners on here that are going to disagree and say Creative Cons are amazing, but boy are they expensive. Oh well, yeah, so they're the company they? that does the um, supernatural convention. Ah, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I know because um, I, I know there's a couple cons around here that they go to, um, that you know the guys from Critical Role go to. So I think I want to try and go to one of those uh, at least in the next couple in the next year. Like, what about you? What was nerdy with you this week? I made well for me. Okay, as you know, you know I've been trying to run a game. You know, and we had a couple sessions and we had to take the summer off because we were were handling a lot. Um, and so I was having a lot of prep time and I made a decision when I found back uh, there was back to school supplies on sale at our local Walmart. Katie and I, which it's weird. We were actually ended up in Walmart because we don't really go to Walmart anymore. But we were in there and I, we were going through the school supplies and I found uh, note cards for 48 cents a pack and there's like over a hundred like 200 in the pack and i made the decision to take a little bit of headache off myself with some with a couple of my players and i'm making item cards that's cool for the game yeah i have a couple i have a few made up already um these came out of necessity because i was getting a headache every time they got into combat and our ninja would ask what uh what uh damage his blight dagger did Oh, that's cool. It that that actually those kind of things come in handy. Um, I'm gonna have a little background noise here. There's um, maintenance is right outside the department apartments doing something loud, and there's nothing I can do about it. Do yeah, you hear I'm, it? Not really, but just in case you hear it on my end, we do have a plumber in the laundry room, which is right next to where I'm recording. So I might have a a bang or two going on myself. I'm just being really careful with the muting. Yeah. So everybody, so this the- is. What's it's a the podcast co- about life. Yeah. What's the coolest thing that's happened in your campaign so far? Um, our cleric used uh, the drench water cantrip to take to put a guy who has 25 AC on his back and get him and change the tide of battle. Because we did we we read up the the drench cantrip for his cleric and he dumps four gallons if he if he uses it all if he decides to use what they call the full amount. Then he drops four gallons of water. He can drop four gallons of water on somebody. And I did the I did the uh, the math, and it's like thirty two pounds of water that would hit the that would have hit the rogue. So I had him do a deck save, and he rolled a natural one. 
Oh, that's cool. And so it was a bandit lord. He rolled a natural one and it put him prone and he or a reflex save. Sorry, I'm watching critical role. He did. A, he failed his reflex save. He rolled a one. He landed prone after the water hit him. And our alchemist used his uh, adhesive spittle uh, ability by drinking one of his mute by drinking one of his his uh, potions and stuck him to the ground. He, he became incapacitated, basically. And they ended combat. I was just playing Starfinder at Guardian Games a couple of weeks ago, and um, the GM kept on telling us saves in D&D words, and it kept confusing me. He was like, make a deck save. And I'm like, a what? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I've been watching Critical Role, and I'm listening to and I'm and I'm also catching up on the first campaign uh, as a podcast every um uh, so if I've been if I use D and D terms, I'm sorry, but yeah, I know he used his very flex save, and just so I'm not confusing people. But um, it, it was a good thing that worked too, because the the bandit lord had a had a DC of 25, and they were missing a lot. Oh, I I thought of another nerdy thing I've been doing. What's that? I've been rewatching Buffy this week. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I um I I mentioned on the podcast before that I was listening to Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Um, Matt Myra recommended on, on Star Trek, the next conversation. So I've been listening to yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm thinking about checking that one out too. It's really good. And it's such a musical podcast because they write little jingles for everything. One of the hosts is a, is a musician. And um, at the end of every episode, they have a song describing the entire episode, a unique song. No way. Oh, it's really cool. Um, but I've been, I'm on season three now. And I, when I rewatch Buffy, I skip around I, I like I'll, I'll be watching an episode and go oh yeah that episode that i really like and then i'll watch a different one and then i'll go back and i don't really i'm not real strict about watching them in order well that's good me you know for for rewatches i'm actually rewatching game of thrones right now and i'm on uh episode 10 of season four. Oh, erica's doing that too yeah i did um i watched uh watchers on the wall uh night before last and i forgot how good that episode was it was great because that's the one where the the two memes for the Night's Watch come out, where when they drop the scythe along and it scrapes along the wall, uh, right when it hits the guys, and the meme right when the scythe hits the guys, it says, "I came in like a wrecking ball." <laughs> and then the other one is when um, Egret gets shot in the chest and killed, and right when the arrow punches through her chest, it's a, it's Bon Jovi's uh, shot through the heart. Oh wow! Yeah. Heather and I have been watching um, um, The New Girl. Oh, the Zoe Deschanel show? Yeah, because it's on Netflix, and I never watched it when it was on, and neither had she. And it's good. It's a really good show. We're on I'm... season two right now. Okay, yeah, the, you're, you're, helping, you're, you're helping this show's case with me, because I avo- I've been avoiding it. Oh, Daniel Cross messaged me this morning. He sent me a text message. Yeah. Um, he said, no matter what you do, do not watch the Netflix series The Package. Do not watch it. We were just... Th- that's funny. Or the Netflix movie. That is really funny because we just had two of our friends that we were at the beach with yesterday tell us that they watched it and that we should watch it. What uh, Did he tell you why you shouldn't watch it? Um, no. No, he did not. And, you know, the trailers alluded to something really shocking that happens in the movie that they they wouldn't talk about in the trailer. And it's probably something really gross. It is because they they kind of explain the movie to us and it's messed up. They they go out on a camp. It's a bunch of these. This is what I was told. It's a bunch of these friends that go out on a camping trip to to just bang. And one of them ends up after a drunken mishap, one of them gets his dick cut off. And then they have they get him to the hospital, and then they realize they don't have his dick, so they have to go back, and they put it in a package, and they try and they're trying to get it back to him at the hospital, so he doesn't have to go life without a dick. Oh, so the trailer kind of lies and makes you think it's about a camping trip, but it's really it's all about a guy cutting his dick off at, on a camping trip. So Daniel got back to me, and he said it's about a dude accidentally cutting his dick off, and all the bad things that happened to the dick on the way to the hospital. Yep. At one point, I they said, almost at, threw up twice and cringed through the whole movie. At yeah. one point, the dick gets bitten by a rattlesnake, and the dude has to suck out the poison, and they show it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what my friend told me is about the rattlesnake part, and I was like, "Kay's like, oh, that sounds like it'd be really funny," and I was just like, "How are we reversed on this?" 
The trailer lies. The trailer does not give you any indication that that's what the movie's about. Well, I hear the 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 cover, like the the cover art they use for the Netflix, you know, in the in the Netflix library is an eggplant. And yeah, eggplant. I, I think I'll skip that one. That sounds pretty bad. If Daniel's saying skip it, I think I might skip it too. I'm I'm gonna I'll be I'm gonna be good. <laughs> oh man. So, so um we've shared our nerdy things. What the hell are we gonna talk about this morning? That is a really good question. I'm I I don't know, brother. <laughs> well, the rest of the um the episode will just be um Brian and me Brian and Michael going, um um Huh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that thing. Mm. How did you what, know? <laughs> what's your comic experience like nowadays? I am still reading just one comic. I'm reading the I'm still reading the Power Rangers comic, and it's actually getting better, uh, which I didn't think was possible because I already thought it was really good. There, um, there has been at the end of several issues, I have literally sat there and said, "No way." Because uh, like at the end of one issue, you see the main bad guy, Lord Evil, Evil Tommy, Lord Draken, riding up on this giant tank with a bunch of his soldiers. But also with him is the Psycho Rangers from Power Rangers in space. And I'm just like, holy shit, they're screwed. It's the oh, Psycho that sounds good. I was like, it's the Psycho Rangers. I just read um, the steampunk issue of Rat Queens. How is it? I was wondering. I was Neon thinking about Static. Getting- it, yeah, I wish it was a series because it's great. It's really cool to see them all steampunk. The only critique I have with it is it tends to dumb down the personalities of them a little bit. Like you don't really see their personalities in the steampunk per, in the um, cyberpunk. So, sorry, cyberpunk, not steampunk in the cyberpunk personas. That that um continues the mistake on this podcast of accidentally calling cyberpunk steampunk. Steampunk. We have done that continually for years. You now. also just called it Steve Punk. Steve Punk. Oh, we have to invent Steve Punk. Oh yeah, where you you dress up as as people named Steve, as famous as famous characters named Steve. Oh, this is gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna do this. This is gonna. There happen. is a YouTube channel called Steve Punk. You're kidding, really? Yep. Oh, I wonder what he does. And Steve Punk has a Twitter. And a Twitter. Nice. He's a steampunk guy. I mean, he dresses in steampunk outfits. His name is He plays video games. He's probably named Steve. Uh, So, yeah, if your name is Steve and you're into steampunk, Steve Punk is a good nickname. Did you see the the Mr. Sunday movie's 16-bit Avengers Infinity War battle? No, I did not. Is it the is it the Infinity it, War fight in sixteen bit? It's the the fight on Titan, and it's all sixteen bit. The entire thing. They even and at the end of it, they show it back to back with side to side with the um with the scenes from the movie. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's no, the best. Yeah, have you seen any other sixteen bit and eight bit creations? I want to say I have, but nothing's coming to mind. Oh, I love Mystery Sunday movies. Have you watched it? They do the Caravan of Garbage, where they like get an old movie or an old video game and talk, and like a bad one, and talk about it. And, or the, and if it's a game, they'll play the game. Oh my gosh, I like uh, that is amazing. Like they did, they did the Superman sixty four game. Oh no, they didn't. Yep. Yeah, Mystery oh. Sunday movies is cool. Oh my gosh. So, Brian, I need you to vamp for uh, a minute or so. Uh, Apparently, I have to move the washer back. Okay. Michael has to move the washer back, so I have to talk by myself. Um, 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 You know what? I'm just going to pause the podcast and wait for him to get back. Okay, Mike's back. And um, I have the power of just stopping recording, so I don't have to just sit here and blab about things and wait for him to return. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I had to move our washer back. We had the drain. We had a new drain pan installed underneath of it, so now we can actually use. Because we, when we got the hat, when we moved in, they had misaligned the drain pan, and so where our washer sat, uh, we couldn't open one of the doors in our laundry room, one of the cabinet doors. So they came in and they installed a new drain pan, and now the washer sits in a way to where we can actually open that door now. And we can still have a place to put uh, Bentley's cat pan. So I kind of I have a I have a topic we can talk about. 
Let's do this. Nerdy update. Um, the YouTube channels we're into, the Netflix shows we're into, the podcasts we're into, etc. Oh, that is so cool. I'm in because I, I, yeah. I have my phone open to YouTube. So um, my channels I currently watch regularly. Um, I watch um, WoW Hobbs. Um, he generally plays Star, um, Hearthstone. He plays a little bit of WoW. Um, he's really entertaining, and he's a fun stream to watch if you watch if you watch Hearthstone streams. I watch his WoW a little bit, but I'm more into the Hearthstone. Um, I also watch Amy Yamato. Have you ever heard of her? It sounds familiar, but I don't think Actually, so. Actually, I'm sorry. It's Ami Yamato. No, um, I don't think I have. She is a vlog stream, and she is Japanese and um, lives in England, and she does a vlog where she talks about her life and and people she knows and stuff she's doing. But the catch is, she's 100% computer generated. What? Yeah, she's a character. She's a um, an avatar. Nice. And she interacts with real people. That is amazing. And it is taken. It is taken dead serious. She never. You know, people ask questions about her being generated, and she always answers them tongue in cheek. And she, um, yeah, she she treats herself as if she's a real person. It's a really cool, really cool channel. What about you? What kind of channels are you into lately? So let me go here. Subscriptions. The ones that I've been that I check up on regularly are the uh, the Puffin Forest channel because you know Puffin Forest is amazing. I love his videos. I'm also doing. Uh, I've actually been checking up on Funny or Die a lot because they have a they have two series. They haven't uploaded one of them in a few, but they have a one show called Zach Morris's Trash. And it's where they pick apart an episode of Save the Bell. I've watched it. I've watched it. God, I love that show. I've also watched um, in the same in the same channel. I've watched a very special episode. That's the one I've been watching a lot, and they just uploaded one yesterday. And it's uh, a, a home improvement, uh, very a very special episode, home improvement. And it's the episode of home improvement when they think Randy might have cancer. Yeah, I saw that one. So, it, it's funny. I, I've I've been watching that one a lot lately. Also, I, of course, I have the Geek and Sundry on there. Uh, Odin, Odin Adabit's channel, Odin Makes, of course. Um, I watch, as I mentioned earlier, Mr. Sunday Movies. Um, it's lots of stuff on movies. It's not taken really seriously. They did one on um, things that were cut from Avengers Infinity War. And they would show things like scenes from the animated series and be like, it's so weird that they that they just animated this part. People they probably cut it because it looks it because people were watching the live action movie and all, all of a sudden it's animated and people would think that was strange. <laughs> nice. Um, they also showed like the scenes with the the unfinished CGI and complained how the CGI looked awful and that's why the scene was cut. Ah, uh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you watched Nerd Rider? No, I have not. I have shared Nerdwriter videos on the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page many times. It is a video essay channel where he talks about these really cool things about movies and other things in, like, college lecture detail. Oh, wow. Um, he did one on... Um, um, oh, I can't think of the Goya, the artist. He did one on the most disturbing painting ever done. Okay. Um, he did one on the music in Super Nintendo. Ooh. Um, he his most recent one he did that I thought was really great was um, Darth Vader and how Darth Vader only has thirty four minutes of screen time in the original trilogy. Really, it's only thirty four minutes. Thirty four minutes out of all three movies. Oh damn! And he goes into each movie and talks about why Darth Vader is an icon and how the different directors showed him. And there, like he talks about the differences between um, a New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, and how in a New Hope, Darth Vader's suit is dirty and used, and then in um, in Empire, it's shiny and like super reflective and like perfectly clean compared to everything else. Oh, what was there? What was that? What do you mean? What was the reason behind it? Um, the director's choice. Because, you know, there was a different director of all three movies. That's true. So I'm assuming it was like the reason why it was dirty and messed up in the first one is because he had been 
he he had not had downtime. He was actively chasing the rebels and yeah, and it was also excursions. Lucas's big focus on the movies was had to have it be a used universe. So he wanted to show the armor as being used. Where the where um, what was it? Irvin Kershner in the second movie? Yeah, I believe um, so. He decided that he thought Darth Vader should be shown as crisp and clean. So because you often had to film Darth Vader on black backgrounds and by having lots of reflections in the black armor, he showed up. Oh, wow. That's how you get that iconic shot from behind where it shows Vader's just Vader's head with the space in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so much. That's so much better. And by having all those reflections, he could be standing in a black room like he is at the end of the movie and you can see it. And then in the third movie, they used the same idea from the second, but it was really just a director copying because Jedi yeah. was rushed. Jedi was rushed compared to Empire. Yeah, that's that's true. When the director of um, Empire made the movie, he insisted that he shoot masters. That way, his all of his shots would end up in the edit and he would have control over the movie. Where yeah. the director of Jedi was more of a worker's man director where he filmed a lot of things and then Lucas had control over how the story went in the edit. And that's why the movies are so different. Oh, I totally get that now. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, so Nerdwriter is really cool. They, he, he goes into detail on tons of different things, and I've never watched a video from him that isn't interesting. That's awesome. I know um, another one I've, I've been watching for a long time, um, it's uh, a guy named uh, Alex Steele, and he's, he's amazing. He's a blacksmith in the UK, and he uploads a video every day. And he makes knives. He makes all kinds of like knives, swords, and and uh, just re- and also regular stuff. He's a he's a really interesting dude. He also his uh, when he first started out, he was making a lot of hammers because he he sells uh, hammers. It's a it's a design that he uses in his shop, and he he figured how to make them really well, and so he sells them. He used to do um, a class where he, people would come to his shop. And they would make a full set of tools, and the and the pinnacle of the class was where they would all everybody would make a hammer. But because since he moved shops, he doesn't do the class anymore. But he's been he's on part thirteen so far. But he's been making a Viking sword in the last few weeks, and he's learning how to do engraving and gold inlay. And he shows all his practice because I have him on Instagram too. He shows all his practice, and like he is nerve wracking himself as he makes it. It's amazing to watch him do this alex Steele. i'm gonna have to check that one out oh yeah he's and he's such high energy and he's all he's always very happy even when he messes up like and he's using 24 karat gold for his inlay and he's just like and when he messes up he's just like oh i'm making some expensive chips here so (laughs) i was muted you couldn't hear me laughing that was good (laughs) um i i could imagine that because like when you use gold it's like you're guaranteed to waste some of it Oh yeah, like he sh- he has it on this like rotating pedestal, like engraving pedestal, so it, like he can rotate it while he's working with it, and like he shows these close up pictures of just like these gold flakes and chips of twenty four karat gold sitting on this pedestal next to his work, and he is, and it's just like oh man, and because it, it's like ounce, because with the gold you don't heat the gold, you basically you you lay it over the engraving area, and then you actually tap it into place, and it. it it forms in there and it, and it basically connects with the metal. And then you have to chisel off the excess from the top uh, very carefully. But like this sword he's making is so intricate and so detail oriented, which it, uh, most of his work is uh, like, it's just impressive what he's doing with it right now. I mean, not I, to mention when he, where he, he doesn't, he, all his blades he makes are usually a Dama- are Damascus billets and they're great. Looking, they he, get the he, wavy lines on them. Oh, he he knows how to make um, to do pa- specific patterns within it too by by rolling it certain ways. He does like a lot of starburst ones, uh, hard wave spirals, uh, like twists. Like there's ones where you'll have like you'll see twists in the pattern as it runs up the blade. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's have, have you ever have you ever heard of Wintergotten? Winter, mm-mm. Wintergotten did a video. I don't know, a year or two ago, um, 
it was a marble machine where he played a song on this giant complex crank based machine that dropped marbles on on um xylophone tiles oh dang um he made this, and I, I recommend it. if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. it Wintergarten is a Swedish band, and the lead, the lead in the band, it creates, created this crank-based automated instrument that drops marbles on a xylophone and on a guitar and on um, drum paddles tied to electronic sounds. And oh, wow, um, he originally made the machine as a concept just for the video. It's not portable. It it only really worked once, and they had to use a lot of video editing to get it to actually work for the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watch Wintergarten's channel because they're working on a portable version of it they can use in... They're basically use, doing everything he learned making the original machine and um, everything he learned doing the original machine to create a perfect machine that they can move around and take to concerts. Because the original one... They had to disassemble it completely and put it back together to bring it into a room. It's just it's it's just a concept. But no, I, I, I love watching Wintergarten and he also does a lot of videos on um um mechanical instruments from all over the world, like clock towers that play songs and stuff like that. Oh dang. No, it's it's really, really cool. And his band is good too. They do a lot of his band does a lot of instruments that are like music boxes and stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, you watch First We Feast, don't you? No, but I think I've heard you mention it. That's the YouTube channel that the Hot One Show is on. Okay. Um, where they have a lot of shows. Hot Ones is one of them where they interview celebrities and have them taste chicken wings with hot sauce of various degrees of heat. I've going seen up. a couple episodes. Of yeah. That. Then they they have um they have a series called The Burger Show. Um, they have, um, Sean in the wild where they go around to different restaurants. They have another episode called another show called food skills. I really enjoy the burger show, even though I don't eat burgers. Really? Yeah. I love watching things on food. I, I don't, I'm, I'm a foodie even into the things I don't eat. I love watching people make like pot roasts and stuff like that and brisket and smoked meats. And I might not eat meat, but no, it's fun. There's a new show that just started on. Um, first we feast called that's odd um the most recent episode um they had Rhett and link from um new mythical morning and okay. they drank beer made with human saliva oh dear god no <laughs> i'm good that's worse than belly button cheese so i think we've tapped out youtube um podcasts quadcasts yeah podcasts there you go I said podcast the first time. It you said quadcast. I said podcast. Like Shut the fuck up, Michael. There we go. <laughs> um, I um, I am listening to Buffering the Vampire Slayer. That's my new one. I listened to one episode of Star Trek: The Next Conversation. You got you got one episode. I got one episode. Well, I, I listened to one episode, and they mentioned Buffy in the episode, and went, "We have these friends that have this great podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer," and I've been on that ever since. You need to go back and listen to more of that show. Uh, what episode was it? Do you remember? Um, I told you this before. It was uh, Shore Leave. Ah, that's a good episode. Yeah. Well, if you go... I I'm picked t- that one because it was an episode I remembered. <laughs> well, if you go to... Let's see here. If you go to episode 61, A Matter of Perspective, and you listen to their voice hails, they play a very familiar voice. What, is it you? Yes. Oh. Yeah, okay, I gotta write it down. What episode number is it? It is episode 61. It's high, it is titled A Matter of Perspective. And if you just want to hear hear me, hear my uh, part, I, it, it, it starts at, um, if you want to hear just the my part, it's uh, it starts at 2545. You had that memorized? I have it written in the notes section of my podcast app, because <laughs> I never deleted, I never deleted the episode. Um, I also still listen to the Station Wagon podcast. Um, Station Wagon podcast is a podcast where siblings talk about things that we take for granted in life, and they give up that thing for two weeks. They have given up things like um, like taking pictures, um, um, singing. They gave up singing for two weeks. Listening oh, wow. to music. They gave up listening to music. That's rough, because even I, I listen to a good amount of music. Um, looking in the mirror. 
what's the um what's oh looking in the mirror oh gave wow up looking in the mirror for two weeks um wearing pants wearing pants yep the the brother had to wear a skirt for two weeks he had to wear he skirts wore, to work and everything kilts? no he wore skirts oh he wore straight up skirts yep oh wow that's oh wow um a podcast I, I listen to Androids and Aliens right now. I, I do listen to the Glass Cannon podcast, but I've been listening to their Starfinder show. So the Glass Cannon podcast is a Pathfinder show, and I've been listening to their Starfinder show, Alien, Androids and Aliens. I listen to that pretty regularly. That's a fun show. I like it because it's an hour long. It's not three hours of Critical Role. I'm not saying Critical Role is bad. I just can't watch it for three hours. That's why I listen to it. And then... um. Erica recommended a podcast I listen to all the time called Hidden Brain. It's an NPR podcast that talks about, um, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's like um, a deep look into the psychology of common things in our lives. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. I also like This American Life. Those are the two NPR podcasts I listen to, Hidden Brain and This American Life. Oh, that's great. I tend to avoid This American Life when it's about purely political things, but sometimes when I don't have any thing to listen to, I'll listen to one of the political episodes and still enjoy it. Well, that's good. Well, that's something I don't know if you know about me. I don't watch the news. No, I knew that. You, you, yeah. you, I think you told me that like right when I met you. And, of course, Failure to Launch, one of my favorite podcasts that we've had their hosts on our show. Yeah. And um, Supernatural The Road so far. So what about you? What are your podcasts nowadays? Uh, I do listen to Failure to Launch. I, I do like that show. That is really good. Um, I, li- I also listen to the Game Over Greggy show by the guys from Kind of Funny, which I, I'm pretty sure most anybody who most anybody who listens to us knows what Game Over Greggy is by now. It's a general topic podcast by there's a group of guys. They left IGN to start their own company called Kind of Funny, which they're killing it over at their they're doing very well. And their their flagship show is the Game Over Greggy show, and it's just them. They each, each everybody brings a topic to the table, and they they dedicate like thirty minutes uh, to the topic and talk about it, and then they and they go through everybody's topic, and it's usually about three to four of them at the table. I had a little and trouble getting into that one. They do have some slow episodes where you're just like, I don't know, but they have, but majority of the time they have really good, like, especially since the, they have a guy named Nick Scarpino on there. His topics have been really interesting because he's been doing, he's a, he, he, he's a, a video editor. He's a, he does production and he does video editing and, and everything for them. So usually it was stuff like that, but he's been getting, he's been doing jujitsu, uh, Brazilian jujitsu for the last like year and a half, two years. And then also he's been getting, he's been learning how to do, he's been doing, getting really good at stand up comedy. So he's got really interesting perspectives on things now. It's awesome. And, you know, Greg Miller, he's became a very big name in the industry now for video games. And he's quite amazing. And then I'm also listening, I'm listening to Star Trek The Next Conversation, where Matt Myra and his friend Andrew Secunda sit down and they, Go through and watch Star Trek The Next Generation each episode at a time. Because Andrew Secunda only saw like one episode of The Next Generation. Like, like one or two episodes. I think Before they started the podcast. Yeah, like because they met working on, I believe, the show Goldbergs. They're both writers for the show The Goldbergs. And, and they hit off their friendship really fast. And then Matt found out that Andrew Secunda had only watched part of Deep Space Nine, all of Voyager and the original series, but he never but he only saw like two episodes of Next Generation. And Matt Myra is like diehard super Star Trek fan who's seen all of Star Trek and Next Generation is his number one show. And he's seen like ep- like every episode at least ten times. So he decided that they're going to he's gonna go through with Andrew and he he's gonna have Andrew watch all of Next Generation and they're gonna and they made a podcast out of it. And their opening scene is supposed to be like the Picard's monologue in the opening credits, where he's like, he's like podcast, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the friendship of Andrew, uh, Matt Meyer and Andrew Secunda. And like going through that, but it's like boldly watching episodes. One of them has watched before. So, but it's, I love the show. It's really good. Of course, I, I have a, I, I do listen to our, our show, you know, the episodes I don't get to be on. I listen to that and I, and I enjoy it. I also listen I, to, I started listening to every episode. You did. I forgot I, to mention that. Yeah, I started listening to even the ones I've been on. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I bet that. I bet you are, Brian. <laughs> well, I it it started off with me 
Well, it really it was like I wanted to go back and figure out how we could improve the podcast. And I actually I think doing an episode like this does that because, you know, it takes us out of our routine and makes us do something a little different. Yeah. I mean, this episode reminds me of some of the episodes we did when we first started. Yeah, I could agree with you on that. I agree with you. So I yeah, but I do. I actually do listen to a lot of the episodes that I'm on too. But I'm I'm very critical of myself. So there's a, so there are times where I'll just have to turn the episode off because I'm just like you're an idiot, Michael. So. I started very critical of myself and then just got into okay, I've been doing this for a long time, so it's no big deal anymore. Yeah. So, but I also listen to a podcast called Chompcast. Um. I've talked to the guys who do this one, like one of the guys that does this one. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a big video game podcast. They're actually really cool. They have a, uh, they have a, a website called sword chomp and the show is really good. They, they're, they're very informative gamers. They actually record the same way we do. They record on Skype just like us, but they use video chat as well to record. So uh, I've always talked about wanting to get um, the, the, I forget his name now. I have to look him up again, but the, the lead guy, the, the lead host for that show, I always talk about uh, having him on our podcast and, and talking to him because he's a pretty gen, uh, genial dude. And then, of course, I listen to the Critical Role podcast, keeping up with the current campaign two, a week behind because they upload the uh, the audio of the episode a week, uh, exactly one week be- uh, after it's recorded. And then I'm also listening to I'm also listening to uh, the first campaign all the way through again because I love the first campaign and I wanted and I want to listen to it and make sure I don't miss a single thing from it. I have a podcast on my radar. My mom asked me if I'd ever heard of it. Um, it's called Nerdorama, but it was only around for like eight episodes in 2013. Really? But I like finding those old dead podcasts and checking them out. Huh? Yeah, I do that sometimes. I, I look for a podcast that's been dead for a while and check it out and see if there's anything good in it and anything we can steal. I don't mean steal, <laughs> but, um, you know, be inspired by. <laughs> so, um. Before we run out of time, let's go get into Netflix real quick. Um, Disenchantment came out. What is that one? I heard somebody talking about it. It's a Matt Groening medieval show. It's, really? Yeah, it's created by the creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening, and it's about a um, princess who's um, shirking her traditional role and going on an adventure. Oh, I will definitely check that one out. And it is not a giant Game of Thrones parody, according to Matt Groening. It does have some... But it's not just one big giant Game of Thrones parody. And I read that they think it was inspired by the episode of The Simpsons, The Surfsons. Ah, that's the one where it was basically Medieval Springfield, wasn't it? Medieval Springfield, big giant Game of Thrones parody. Yeah. So it's it's not inspired by Game of Thrones, it's inspired by Game of Thrones parody. And other exciting things we got going on on Netflix right now. um, uh, Hardcore Henry is on Netflix. Hardcore Henry is the first-person shooter movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just trying to. to I saw it in the theater. Yeah, that's right. You said you didn't. You say it got your little head spinning. It does. It's it. I had to move from where I was and go farther back in the theater because it was giving me some motion sickness. Oh wow, uh, that bad. Yeah, if you ever experience motion sickness in a movie, just move back. All you have to do is you're you're just too close. I've never gotten motion sickness, but I've got a severe headache. Um, Serenity is also back on Netflix. <gasps> they put it back on? I have to put it back on my watch list. So I have a quick discussion about Netflix. Okay. If Buffy is ever on Netflix, do not watch it. Only watch Buffy on Hulu. Why is that? Because the Netflix Buffy is the Fox cut. And the Fox cut of Buffy is remastered. And they move it into cinematic format. And they didn't do a very good job. So sometimes you see crew members and stunt bags and stuff like that. Oh, okay. They ruined the original format of Buffy when they made it cinematic. Um, Another thing they did was when they converted it, they took away all the color filters. And Buffy used a lot of shooting night scenes during the day. Yeah. So it makes scenes not make sense by having them all bright. Ah, Okay, I got you. So if you want to watch Buffy, watch it on Hulu, because that's just like watching it on the DVD. It's not remastered, and it's the original format, and you're watching it as it was intended. Yeah, Fox ruined 
the show by remastering it. Oh, dang. Um, speaking of Buffy, and this has nothing to do with Netflix, but um, just recently, the Buffy comics are almost over, and Dark Horse is going to lose their license, and it's going to Fox. What? Yep. So, oh, man, what's going to happen there? Oh, and, and um, Firefly. Fox is getting the, the, the rights back. Um, so any comics that they were doing, they can't do anymore. Yeah, well, they're they're done anyway. I yeah, think they, they only... had it until they were done. Yeah. Because Buffy uh. is just finishing season 13 right now. Ah. It yeah. sucks that Firefly's going... All, so all the, the media rights for Firefly that Joss Whedon doesn't own is going back to Fox. Yeah, and... Which the, means it'll be locked in the vault and they'll never do anything with it ever well, again. I don't know. Like, Buffy has a reboot slated, but I don't know what network it's going to be on. Uh, I'm That show doesn't need a reboot. Um, it's From what I heard, it's going to be a sequel. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be a true reboot. Yeah, they, they were originally airing it as a, talking about it as a reboot, but the new articles say it's not a reboot. Okay. Well, you know, they, they rebooted Charm. Well, the new Slayer is played by an African-American woman. Okay. And um does she and, seek out Sarah, does she does, does she seek out Sarah Michelle Geller? But the show is still called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So as as far as I know. So I don't know what's going to happen. What if it got really cultish and now if you're the slayer you have to change your name to Buffy? Um the <laughs> the um that would be funny. Um, <laughs> I I believe Monica 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 Breen is playing Monica Breen is playing her. It's playing the sl- the new Slayer. Playing the new Slayer, and she posted on her Twitter. Um, um, for some genre writers, it's Star Wars. Buffy the Vampire is. My- oh no, this is the writer, not the actor. Um, before I became a writer, I was a fan. Um, she said, "Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my Star Wars." Before I became a writer, I was a fan. For seven seasons, I watched Buffy Summers grow up, find love, kill that love. I watched her fight and struggle and slay. <laughs> There is only one Buffy, one Xander, one Willow, Giles, Cordelia, Oz, Tara, Kendra, Faith, Spike, and Angel. They can't be replaced. Joss Whedon's brilliant and beautiful series can't be replicated. I wouldn't try to. But here we are 20 years later, and the world seems a lot scarier, so maybe it could be time to meet a new Slayer. And that's all I can say. Oh, that's going to be... that's Okay, I'm, I'm going to give this show hope. So she's not interested in recasting the original roles. Good. And they're implying that it's a sequel series. Good, good, good. I like I that. Haven't, I haven't... The the new Charm series is starting too, but I, I yeah. don't know much about that. I've seen the trailers it's, for it. Um, from where everything that I've read about it and what I've seen in the trailers, uh, they younged the sisters up. It's still the same premise. Three sisters. Uh, the mom is killed, and they discover they're they're the charmed ones, the all powerful good witches that are to destroy the evils of the world, the evils of magic and darkness and the powers of darkness. But they younged them up. They're in high school now, and they don't have. And in the original series, they their all their names were based on were were P's, Prue, Piper, and um, Phoebe, all P names. I forget the girls' names now, but they're not all P. And uh, the oldest sister, the, the the one that's supposed to be Prue, was adopted out and not with the other two sisters. And then after the mom dies, she shows up and is and tells them that she's our sister and she has to like learn to be their sister and basically take care of them because the two other sisters. The, the Piper and the Phoebe characters are still in high school. And all I can say is, yep, it's a CW show. Well, I don't think Charmed would be Charmed without Rose McGowan. <laughs> you know what? Rose, the Rose McGowan character. Oh, I'm. Okay. I did not like to ma- to Permission to make an awful joke. Do it. Charmed wouldn't be Charmed without Rose McGowan's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said it, Internet. Slam me for it. Deal with it. (laughs) Uh, This is what gets us our first death threat. That'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? I don't know. I think she was amazing. What? What do you? I think. Do you want Shannon Doherty back? Rose McGarren was a great character on that show. Her character Um, bugged me. I love the half white lighter concept. I thought it was really cool. That was a great concept. I'm not. I'm not knocking that. I thought that was a great concept. I liked it. I know, just her person, like the character's personality, kind of bugged me. Do you have any Netflix revelations? Anything you've been watching? Or? Well, I'm watching The Ranch still. Oh, we've I, been watching that too. I, I, I skipped a little bit though because Heather was ahead of me, and I just jumped in up ahead. I'm still, I still need to watch the. I'm still 
need to watch the last season. Katie's ahead of me as well, but she doesn't want me to skip ahead. She wants me to get caught up. It's kind of it was kind of easy to figure out what happened. It really, I mean, the show isn't full of. I mean, it's not. There's not a lot, a bunch of left turns. <laughs> no, not really. It's just like, I mean, you. The basic concept of the show is struggling ranch cliffhanger struggling ranch cliffhanger dirty joke f-bomb cliffhanger (laughs) sam elliott staring at somebody yeah trump joke cliffhanger (laughs) oh man um i i don't care what people say i do enjoy that show i've been i've been re-watching white collar yeah yeah i love that show yeah i just finished re-watching longmire i hadn't watched that I loved I, I've read the book. I've read most of the books. I still have a couple books to read, but I so and I loved the character. I thought it was really good. And I loved the show. I thought the show was amazing. And it they had ended it last summer. I think it was it was the when Netflix put out the last season. It made it made it six seasons. And I was sad to watch it go because I really loved the show and I loved the dynamic and the characters and the guy they had, uh, Robert Taylor, he was playing Walt, Walt Longmire. He was an amazing actor and he really embodied the character beautifully. Um, it's funny, though, because the way the series ends, they, they kind of set it up to where you could probably have a sequel series involving his daughter. And I think that would be amazing to see. OK, so we are at the end of our show and I have a movie described badly for you. Do it. A man wakes up, and to his dismay, he gets called into work. And his he's so dismayed that it drains all the color out of the world. And he goes through a depressing day at work where nothing but, nothing but sorrow comes before him before he finally finds his, um, his um, true his true happiness by engaging in sports clerks is a good movie. Oh, you suck. I tried so hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, when you said he got, he woke up into his dismay. He got called into work. I was like, dude, clerks is so good. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. <gasps> I'm going to have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's the remastered version where they colorized it. Ah, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, no, they didn't. Kevin Smith is going to get a letter. <laughs> Uh, uh, he okay. He Wait, permanently move. put Clerks three on the back burner because uh, Rosario Dawson got put on. Um, oh, I hope they Daredevil. can do it. I, I well, he he doesn't want to do the movie without her because her character plays a big part in his script. So he needs to wait till she gets a long enough hiatus to shoot it. Has Moose Jaws come out yet? No, he's still working. He's still working to get it done because he wants to call. He wants to finish what he calls the True North trilogy. That's the True North trilogy. Yeah, he wants to finish it. So he wants to finish it. So he has he has a script done. He's just wait. I think he's just waiting for the for a studio to pick it up because well, Tusk Tusk was crazy and entertaining. I liked Tusk. It was it was meant to be bad, and it was and I, I loved it. I thought Tusk was good. I thought it was really good torture porn. I mean, I thought it was a good horror movie. Um, now, Yoga Hosers felt like it was bad on purpose, and I enjoyed it. It felt very B-movie. Now, um, now Moose Jaws, I don't have any idea, and I can't wait. I love, I love Johnny Depp's role in those. His role in that was really good. Yeah, you know, not talking about, you know, how horrible of a person he is, but I still like watching him. <laughs> He's not as bad as Kevin Spacey, so, you know. I can still watch him. <laughs> yeah, he's not as bad as Kevin Spacey. No, Kevin Spacey. I I, I don't even watch the the movies I used to love. So yeah, no, Johnny Depp. His his personal life is very questionable to me, with everything that's come to light. But you know what? I can still enjoy his movies. I'm not gonna not enjoy his movies. But Kevin Spacey, no, that guy can fucking die. I broke my main podcast rule by even bringing it up. So you know, you know what? That's not. Yeah. No, we're not going deep into that. I just I voiced that little thing. We're done now. So, but no, um. Oh, one thing I liked about it, though, in in Yoga Hosers and Tusk is the mole on his face moves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they made they made they made um they deliberately made his nose look like a penis. Yes, they did that on purpose to make the mole move on purpose. Um, Kevin Smith said that there's the, in all of them. If you watch both movies, there's massive uh, Easter eggs for Hollywood Babylon and for his show Smodcast, which I need to start listening to again because his buddy Scott Moser just moved back to America from Paris because he was the co-director on the new Grinch movie. Do you have a movie described badly? 
No, actually, uh, I was really. I I just enjoyed yours. I well, just, okay. I I, got one. I, I got found one. a new way to no, come no, up I with them. One. I just I had one. Netflix open and I was scrolling. Oh, I'll have to remember to do. I'll have to do. I'll have to do that next time. Okay, but I got one. Two dudes working a job, working a job that they don't like at all. Trying to handle things. They got a bunch. They got a couple guys that always loiter out front, and <laughs> and uh, they work with a really religious, with a real like a Jesus freak kid and everything. But he's super into Transformers, and they, it's all about them trying to get through a day of work. Clerks too. There you go. <laughs> Randall, say what you will about Jesus, but leave the rings out of it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts. Oh, and they start singing King Diamond at him and make him choke himself on the headset. <laughs> I love that movie. I thought Clerks 2 was great. I I want Clerks 3 so bad. Me too. I Clerks 2 was amazing. I I love the the shit they give uh, they give um Elias for for being like a nerdy kid and I think it's great. And so they need to do the third one because he's going to be back because they bought the, cause the end of two. They buy the quick stop and and the video store and they open it and they reopen it after fix after rebuilding it. Oh, I love the end of the two is always like, hey, you're not supposed to be here today. <laughs> Kevin Smith, if you ever listen to any other buddy, any other people's podcast, this is what you need to listen to because we're sitting here telling you do clerks three. <laughs> what are they at the end of clerks two? They use Jay and Silent Bob's. Jay and Silent Bob strike back money. Yeah, yeah, the money they had saved up from the because they had a bunch of money saved, like they had a bunch of money saved, so they they were able to help them rebuild. They don't say it directly, but it's because of the the Jay and Silent Bob money. Yeah, the but, um, Blunt Man and Chronic. Yeah, the Blunt Man and Chronic. You know what's funny is he actually right now he's working on Jay and Silent Bob rebooted. And what's it's, that? It's a movie about Jay and Silent Bob, and I think they're probably going to try and stop a reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic. God damn, these white boys can't fight. George Lewis going to sue somebody. Jay and Silent Bob get a reboot. Yep. Huh, I hadn't heard of that. He starts, I think he just started filming, or he's going to. It makes fun of sequels and remakes and reboots while being all three at the same time. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I I think Kevin Smith's um, talent got affected by his pot smoking and I, I don't think it was positive i think his he kind of went downhill as started as soon as he started using well i don't i don't fully agree with that i think he just changed his i think he changed styles because when he did dramatically well okay because when he did he actually wasn't a heavy pot smoker till after zach and mary he didn't do it at all until Zach and Mary. Exactly. Well, no, he had he partaked a little bit. He would, but he wasn't a, an actual pot smoker. It was after Zach and Mary that he became a heavy pot smoker. And the thing that happened, and then he decided, like, because he talks about it on Smodcast, because people had asked if it was the pot that did, and he says, no, I just decided that I'm going to start making movies that I want to make and the, the stories that I want to do. And he's like, and you know, if 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 I don't get to do, he's like, if I get to do it, that's amazing. If they tell me I can't do it, that's fine. He goes, he's like, I'll always write my scripts. I'll always do this and go out to find, you know, a budget for it. But I'm going to make the stories that I know I want to see the stories that I know aren't out there. And because when he did Tusk and he did yoga hosers and, you know, he was doing it because those were stories he wanted to see. He wanted to see what happened because they gave him, because the stuff that gave him inspiration to do them. So, and that's just like what was happening with him. Now, I will say it probably, you know, these last couple of movies probably did hurt his chances because he was going to do Mallrats too, And he was going to do it as a miniseries. And, you know, but no networks wanted to pick it up because, you know, it's Kevin Smith. So unfortunately, that was undone. Well, plus Shannon Doherty getting breast cancer also really hurt the filming schedule if they got approved. So uh, so that's what happened there. I got really quiet because I'm posting pictures to the Facebook page. Oh, no, you're fine. Heather took a picture of um, Momo, my cat, sleeping in the cat tree while I'm podcasting with me podcasting in the background. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see it. Oh, it's really good. It's a good photo. Mm. So, yeah, that's I'm going to say right now. That's our podcast. That is our podcast. I, I This was a fun episode. We haven't done one like this in forever. It, it, it's just like when we first started. 
Yeah, you know, I agree with you. Disorganized mm-hmm. and organically made. I hope Erica listens to this one because she's, she's going to scream at us because she wanted to do one like this the other day, and we we didn't do it organic. We did it very, get very it. structured. There's going to be a message come through on the group chat after the episode premieres where it's just going to be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so um, I um, I have a week off before I start work. I'm going to try to do something super nerdy this week. I have no idea what. I, I mean... Whether I succeed or fail, it will be entertaining to hear me say that I tried on the next episode. <laughs> nice. Um, what is your week looking like? My How week much work is, do you have to do around the house? I actually, when we get off here, I'm going to build planter boxes out of large brick for trees. And then I have to go to work. And then I have Sunday off. And then Monday through Thursday, I'm going to probably be handling projects um, in the front yard and backyard. Basically like weeding and getting ready to rototill in September. And then just trying to pick the house up some because the, the house is kind of in a disarray at the moment. So it's a lot of that. But then I somehow managed to have three days off next week from my boss. So Monday, we're going to try and do a, a Disney trip because our passes are unblocked next week. And Saturday is my Pathfinder game. I'm excited. Well, we're going to have two of our players, two of my players moved into Mexico, Dwayne and Danielle. Cool. So they're me, are they being replaced. Uh, no, we're going to, uh, until the, this arc is over, we're actually going to let them sky, uh, Skype in, but we're actually going to do it with uh, Twitch, because Twitch, I've found with the video, has a little bit uh, crisper sound for me on the laptop I'm going to be using. So they're, they're until the end of the arc I have planned for them, they will Skype in, or, twi- or use Twitch to, to video in, and then we'll probably do replacement characters after that, depending on how well the Twitch uh, goes. Okay, cool. So we're giving it a chance. Well, that was our episode, and we talked about stuff. We talked about stuff. This you is going to have to be one that I actually like listen to when I edit, because I, I we did so many freaking shout-outs. Yeah, I agree. So you will enjoy that. Uh, I, honestly, it was really – I agree with you, though. It was really nice doing an episode like this, just because uh, I, I, I really don't think we've ever did, did an episode just you and I. No, it was fun. It was fun. It, it, we, you know, without any sounding board, I, I, I don't pick on you as much. So I'm sure you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. The scars can heal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, our episode where we were trying to talk about weird TV and you hijacked it to talk about Top Gear. Yeah. It's gotten so many comments. Oh, <laughs> when, when I had when I was organizing the next one with David and Dylan. Yeah. David said, um, you know. It'd be really great if we talked about Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, to piss he said me he off. Wants to come back for an actual Top Gear episode. Who does? Uh, David. Oh yeah, totally. We can do yeah. a full, uh, we we can do a Top Gear episode. Put David on. That sounds. It, it, I don't know if we need to because you basically covered the show in great no, detail. We're doing it. No, we're doing it. <laughs> and next time we have Dylan on, I have to tell him about. There's a. I saw a new video for a beer pouring robot that was amazing and it gives and it's going to put dylan to task to redo to redo his i i i think dylan should make clunky oh my gosh if he made clunky (laughs) amazing (laughs) oh but everybody that's been our show today and i was so much fun just being able to sit here and and this was a this was just a vamp episode we vamped the whole episode oh we talked about stuff we did we had a discussion yeah, okay. But it was still it was still fun. I, I mean I was I was draining a human being of their blood while we were recording, but I mean that nah. that's as much vamping as I did. <laughs> I I was just taking the essence out of small animals, so you know, there we go. But today we talked about stuff. And it was good stuff. Actually the, uh I'm gonna have to hey, check hey, out the Mikey, Mikey. Stay nerdy, stay informed, stay awesome. Like, just, <laughs> All right, just, I was gonna say I need to check shut out the fuck Buffy. up, Mikey. I need to check out buffering the vampire slayer. Okay, okay. So, All right, but I've been here. I was, I was your host, special Mikey, along with us, super vegan Brian. Hello, well, goodbye, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Nerd Podcast Radio, and as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and, and stay, stay awesome. awesome. Someone cut someone off. Say goodbye, Heather. Brian, cut her off. She's not even in the room right now. She always takes a nap near the end of the episode. So, bye-bye.